by consciously going, I am stressed out. I'm a wreck. I can't think straight. I'm exhausted. Whatever I was feeling that day, it brought my attention to it. And in bringing my attention to it, then my thinking mind could go, you know, there's something that I have. There's a tool I have that really calms all of that down. For me, that's meditation. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Curiously Wise. I'm Lauren Wittig, and I am your host. And today I am here by myself. So this is something that I'm going to be doing more of in 2023. And I hope you like it. And I hope that if you have any ideas about things you would like to hear me muse upon, that you'll either drop me an email or if you're watching this on YouTube, you can leave me a comment below. And I would love to get some feedback about what you are finding worthwhile, worth your time, and what would be of use to you, what would be helpful to you to bring forth here. So you may have noticed in the last couple of episodes that I have added sort of a descriptor to my lovely title of Curiously Wise, which is, I loved it when I first started the podcast because it didn't lock me into anything in, in particular. There was no one direction. There was no one topic that I, I needed to talk about to fit the title. But I have found after pretty close to a year now, we're about 10 months into bringing out episodes of Curiously Wise, that it really, I, I have come into focus. And I was looking for a way to describe that. And literally, I was getting ready for a networking event. And I had an opportunity to get up and introduce myself and pitch my podcast to see if there's anybody who'd like to be a guest there. And I really wanted to have this descriptor available for that because it just makes it simpler. If I just say curiously, why is it something like that where you get 20 seconds? People don't really know what that means. So literally it came through me, through my fingers onto the screen where I was trying to fiddle with the descriptor and out came practical spirituality in action. Now, I have to say, I did not know what that meant, but I got really excited. It's like, oh, that's powerful. And I pitched it. And I got six guests that day from that networking event where I had only occasionally gotten one. So it immediately got beta tested, which was lovely. And I, I did spend some time thinking about what does that mean and realized that really, once you've been on a spiritual path for a while, everything you do is practical spirituality because you're living a human life. And we bring that often subconsciously or just not consciously into our lives because it becomes part of who we are. So the, the idea that this is practical spirituality in action implies that there's some, some consciousness behind it, that, that you're doing something with it on purpose. And so I want to talk about that today because it's, it's still something I am diving more deeply into and thinking about a lot. So basically the way I'm seeing practical spirituality at this point is that it's any aspect of your spirituality that can be brought into your regular human life that makes it better, easier, more joyful. Perhaps it brings you into a greater sense of service or a greater sense of purpose, and that infuses itself into everything that you do. That's where I am right now. I reserve the right to add to edit, change around, understand deeper in the future. And I'm sure that when I come across those moments, I will share them with you. But just to give a little bit more examples, because I like to learn by example, 
meditation is a beautiful practice. And for me, it is really what led me into the spiritual path. It's what allowed me to connect much more deeply with myself, just to understand more about what made me tick, what drove me through my life, what drove me through each day of living. And so for me, meditation was me practicing something spiritual, bringing forth a greater understanding of my spiritual self. And that's really good. And I did use it in a practical way. There was a time where I was under a great deal of stress and I learned very quickly that meditation was a tool. It wasn't just a practice for me. It was a tool. And that tool was by consciously going, I am stressed out. I'm a wreck. I can't think straight. I'm exhausted. Whatever I was feeling that day, it brought my attention to it. And in bringing my attention to it, then my thinking mind could go, you know, there's something that I have. There's a tool I have that really calms all of that down. For me, that's meditation. Meditation might be walking by myself in the woods, but often it's just going up into my office here and sitting in my meditation chair with my headphones on so I don't have to hear anything else and just allowing myself to go inward for a period of time. That does a couple of things. It's, it would soothe my nervous system and it would quiet my mind because when I get that stress, there's a, usually a lot of sort of negative self-talk going on. There's a lot of projecting into the future, you know, things that are going to be hard. This is going to be difficult. I don't, I don't have the energy to do that. It's a big job. You know, all of those kinds of things that we allow to go through our head. So for me, it was a very calming practice. So it's a great tool for me. It may not be for you. Not everybody likes meditation. I adore meditation. I don't do it as much as I, I want to because I have a, a life that's busy, but it is something that I make a point of doing at least three or four times a week. And usually when I do it, I do it for a fair amount of time. Sometimes I need to just start the day off with a quick meditation to sort of put me in the right frame of mind. Anyway, that is a major tool for me. And I'm sure that you all have tools. I know that some people, they reach that state that I reach with meditation through exercise or through sharing a conversation with somebody to sort things out. And you may be the person on the other side of that conversation, maybe somebody else who needs the calming energy that you can bring to that place. That's another practical spirituality activity is when you can hold the calm or hold the peace or hold the joy. We'll call it holding the space for somebody. And it's just allowing them to go through what they do, but you're supporting with this calmer energy, this quieter energy that, um, that does affect their energy field. So it's, that's very practical and it allows your practical spirituality to come out and help others. And for me, that's a, good, a big piece of when I think of, of practical ways to use my spirituality. Use is not the right word practical ways to live my spirituality. My work as an energy healer is a big way that I embody and bring forth my spirituality into the work that I do. When I have a podcast guest, I'm bringing my high vibration, my excitement, my nerves sometimes, but just the joy of having a great conversation. I bring that to the conversation. And if you have watched or listened to any of our podcasts, you probably have experienced that energy that rises during the conversation as we get more comfortable with each other and we sink into the conversation and it gets meaty and 
I get to ask questions and get curious and they get to share their knowledge. And it's just, it's a, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. But that's, that's us bringing that high vibration that we have learned how to rise up into as part of our spiritual journey and sharing it with each other and expanding it outward from there. So anybody who hears us is experiencing that same vibration. And I think that brings another point to the practical side of this. We are vibrational beings. I know I strive to be at the highest vibration I'm capable of in that moment. And it goes up and down because we're having a human experience. But if that energy goes out through your voice, voices are sound waves, literally, that spreads out to anybody who is in hearing distance of them. And it doesn't have to be in person. This medium right here allows my voice and my guest's voice to spread far and wide because that sound is hitting your eardrums or you wouldn't be able to hear me, right? So that sound wave, that vibration is moving. And if my vibration is is really high, it's moving on that voice. It's I think that's why music can really move us and really serve. It's another tool I use to raise my vibration or to calm my vibration. I'll choose music that is a comforting or that makes me want to get up and move. You know, so there's there's that. So think about voice as a very practical way to bring your spiritual self into whatever you're doing. Another really practical way, and I've been talking about this a lot in the last couple of weeks on my podcast and other people's podcasts, another really what simple way, and I started doing this long before I really kind of thought about it as, a, as sharing my spirituality, but I have learned that when I start to get irritated, to, to stop and, and observe, why am I getting irritated? And the two places I get irritated a lot are standing in line at a store to check out and sitting in a car behind somebody who's you know, maybe going slower or driving a little erratically or is doing something that I think they should do better. No, I'm getting judgmental in the car. In the, in the store, I think that it's more that everybody's getting a little irritated and we're all sharing that energy. So I particularly practice this in stores and it seems like the grocery store and Target are where I'm in line longest. So I will consciously shift my thoughts, shift my energy away from that irritation, maybe a little anxiety because people are like, oh God, I got to be somewhere and I'm standing in line. I ground myself. I literally plant my feet, you know, on the ground and just imagine myself connecting to the earth. And then I smile. And smiling, just the act of smiling, even if you don't feel like smiling, changes your emotional state. If you share that smile with somebody, you share that emotional state. And that's a vibration. And that is part of your spiritual practice to, to manage your vibration, to manage your state. And it's amazing how contagious a smile is. Think about how contagious laughter is. Have you ever been in a room where somebody is laughing and you don't even know what's going on, but you can't help it, but you start to laugh? That is a vibration that is raising you up. Laughter is, is very light energy. It's very high vibration. So these are just a few ways that I've started to think about how to bring my spiritual self into the world in a practical way. And 
we're so connected to so many other people that we don't even know. I mean, it's like standing in line at a grocery store. I very rarely know anybody I'm standing near. And yet I'm able to have an impact on them. Maybe that impacts them when they get home and then, you know, they're greeting their kids or they're making dinner and that energy is going into the food they're eating and that nourishes their body and whoever else they're feeding. And think about how that energy ripples out, just like dropping a rock in a pond. It, it'll ripple out from you and you have no idea how much impact that's going to have. We don't have any way of knowing because... Like I said, I don't even know these people. I don't know what their day was like, and I don't know what their day after I leave them is, but the potential for making a beautiful change in their life by simply doing something very practical, which is resetting your own thoughts about what's going on and then making an intentional change in your state and then sharing it with somebody. So I'm going to leave it there for now because I know I'm going to come back to this topic probably a fair amount this year as I learn more about it, as I get more information and more practice being practical with my spirituality, with the spiritual me and bringing it into the world in in some other ways. If you have any ideas about how you bring your spirituality into the world in a practical way, in a way that helps yourself and others, please share it with me because that's how I learn. I'm an experiential learner. And I love to share experiences with other people, as you may know, if you have listened to me much at all. So I do encourage you to please, please, please let me know if you have any thoughts about what practical spirituality in action is and how you perhaps bring it into your life. Especially, I think I have a friend who's got a lot of sense of service to others in her life. So I know she's bringing it to a lot of that kind of stuff. So yeah, just let me know. And as I said, you can email me at lauren at heartlightjoy.com and let me know what your thoughts are about this. Or you can, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can go into the comments below and leave a message there and we will be checking that regularly. I hope that you have a beautiful day. I hope that you stay curious. And in this case, that you stay curious about what it means to be practical spirituality in action. I'm Lauren Wittig. Thank you for joining me here and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us today on Curiously Wise. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss future fabulous conversations. And if you had any ahas, please share them in a review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to pay forward the unique wisdom we all have. If you want to know more about me or my intuitive energy healing practice, Heartlight Wellness, please head over to my website, www.heartlightjoy.com. Curiously Wise is a team effort. I am grateful for the skill and enthusiasm Arlene Membrot, our producer, and Sam Wittig, our audio engineer, bring to this collaboration. Our music is Where the Light Is by Lemon Music Studio. I'm Lauren Wittig. Please join me again next week for another episode of Curiously Wise. From my heart to yours, may your life be filled with love, light, joy, and of course, curiosity.